Good morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, 1 Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord, our King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Everlasting Father, source of every blessing, mercifully direct and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that we may complete the works you have prepared for us to do. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our reading for this 19th Sunday after Pentecost is from 2 Chronicles chapter 29. And David, the king, said to all the assembly, Solomon, my son, whom alone God has chosen, is young and inexperienced, and the work is great, for the palace will not be for man, but for the Lord God. So I have provided for the house of my God, so far as I was able, the gold for the things of gold, the silver for the things of silver, and the bronze for the things of bronze, the iron for the things of iron, and wood for the things of wood, besides great quantities of onyx and stones for setting, antimony, colored stones, all sorts of precious stones and marble. Moreover, in addition to all that I have provided for the holy house, I have a treasure of my own of gold and silver, and because of my devotion to the house of my God, I give it the house of my God. This morning, we continue in our look at the biblical concept of stewardship in our ongoing series, Stewardship, Living as God's Redeemed People. And the important principle we're exploring today is God's stewards are managers, not owners. This means that God's stewards have been entrusted by God with life and life's resources and given the privilege of responsibly and joyfully managing them for him. Now, when the word stewardship is mentioned among Christians, many of us immediately turn our thoughts toward the subject of money. However, that's only one aspect or one piece of the topic, and we are poorer if we think of stewardship only in terms of money. As we mentioned in last week's message, St. Francis of Assisi astutely said, Stewardship is everything I do after I say I believe. And that quote becomes our own as we understand that God's stewards are God's stewards. That is, we have been made God's own, not simply by means of our fleshly birth, but also through our rebirth by his word and baptism. And as his stewards, each of us has been entrusted by God with life and life's resources and given the privilege of responsibly and joyfully managing them. Have you ever given much thought to the truth that God has entrusted you with very precious things, which are life and life's resources? 
to begin, you have been entrusted with life. Not only are you alive today, but Jesus' death on the cross has given you life in heaven that will never end. In other words, you have been blessed with infinite resources, blessings beyond your wildest imagination. Then, have you ever mused over the thought that your house, car, furniture, appliances, clothes, computers, televisions, and even money really aren't yours, but rather belong to God, who has entrusted all of them and more to you? Most people have probably never entertained the thought that all they have could actually belong to anyone else, let alone God, nor that they've been given all things in trust. To most people, that's a totally foreign concept because in our sinful nature, we naturally think that all we have is ours, or for some, yours and your spouse's. We believe we're the owners. After all, we either bought it, or made it, or were given all we have. For much of it, we did do the labor to earn the money. We saved, invested, took risks, worried, sweated, and sacrificed for all we have. So even to entertain the idea that it all was just entrusted to us as stewards is something many don't want to believe. We can understand accepting that it's all been entrusted to us would mean that there are implications. It would mean a drastic change in our viewpoint on many things. It would mean a change in the perspective from which we operate our life and use our resources. And yet, as much as it goes against our self-centered natures, the truth is that all we have or will have has been entrusted to us. It's been given over to us for our care, our protection, our use, our performance with, and our enjoyment. And that includes our life and all of life's resources. We are managers, accountable to God, who is the creator owner. If you think carefully about all that you have and trace it back, you really can see how everything goes back to its creator owner, God. In fact, the psalmist reminds us, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. Psalm 24.1 In the meaning of our second stewardship principle, God's stewards, our managers, not owners, we learn not only that we've been entrusted by God with life and life's resources, but that we've also been given the privilege of responsibly and joyfully managing them for him. Now, I've noticed that in today's culture, the word privilege seems to have been overcome by the word right. Perhaps that's due to an increase in entitlement thinking. It seems the word privilege, understood as meaning it's an honor to have or to do something or other, may be fading into antiquity. But no matter how entitled our cultural thinking becomes, there are still those who are more privileged and those who are less. You don't have to travel to a so-called third world country to find people who are poor or don't have much food or enough money to pay rent or other bills. In our own city, in our own neighborhoods, even in our congregation, there are those who aren't as privileged as others. I want you to think about the word privileged for a moment. And consider that everything you have is the Lord's. What you have, he entrusted to you as his steward. In our gospel, we heard Jesus saying, Everyone to whom much was given, of him much will be required. And from him to whom they entrusted much, demand more. We all have been entrusted and privileged with a differing variety of tangible and intangible items in life. And we each will have to give an account to the Lord of how we manage the things he's entrusted to us. As the Apostle Paul writes in his letter to the 
Christians in Rome. For none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord. And Paul further writes, Romans chapter 14, So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. Beloved in Christ, we are richly blessed. We have been richly privileged by God in many and diverse ways. But who are we or what have we done to be so blessed? Again, Paul writes, Romans chapter 11, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? God graciously entrusts and privileges us with all we have, including our intellect, education, talents, and experiences, in order that we may joyfully manage those resources for him. And even though we manage life and life's resources for the owner, we are also beneficiaries of them. Even though all our money is the Lord's, yet a portion of it is for us, for our needs, such as food, clothing, shelter, and other necessities of life. Additionally, the Lord privileges us with luxuries, all the things through or with which we experience joy and what we could otherwise live without. In fact, if we did an accounting, we might find we spend a large percentage on luxuries. Still, in moderation, spending on luxuries is not wrong. It's a part of the privilege God has given us, and it's a witness of our stewardship. Our necessities and luxuries are surely part of our management. The Lord does also expect us to manage the money and other resources he has entrusted to us to help the truly needy in our midst, those who can't work, those who do work but get paid so little they can't afford the necessities of life, and those who fall into a crisis period that puts them under great financial stress. All these we should be prepared and ready to help. Additionally, The Lord blesses us with more than our needs require because we are to manage what he's entrusted to us, what he's privileged us to have so that we can support his mission and ministry, which are really to our benefit as well as to our neighbors. You know, the reason we have our building, the reason we have the land and the disc golf course is to use them and their contents to carry out Christ's ministry in this particular place here at Redeemer. The building and the property are working facilities, not monuments. They are the command center and the base of operations of our mission and ministry, not a museum or a reliquary. The Lord has privileged each of us in such a way that we can joyfully support all of this. We aren't managing what the Lord entrusts to us and blesses us with personally and collectively so we can keep up the facilities and expand his mission and ministry here. Then no one will. In our country, there are many programs to help people get money, get fed, have a place to sleep, and get medical help. Inadequate and abused as those programs are, but there is no one to build and support Christ's mission and ministry except the Lord's children, whom he privileges in their personal lives and then gathers together joyfully to support his work. In our Old Testament reading, we heard about how Israel provided for the building of the temple. Everyone made his or her free will offering gladly and abundantly, including the king. The offering was hundreds of tons of gold and silver, bronze, iron, wood, stones, marble, and precious stones. The text says they willingly offered it to the Lord. 
King David put it in proper perspective, pointing out that the people were only giving back a portion of what had come to them from the Lord, saying, Who am I, and what is my people, that we should be able thus to offer willingly? For all things come from you, and of your own we have given you. First Chronicles 29, verse 14. Beloved, because of our sinful nature, we can find ourselves thinking and living as the world does, as if we are the owners of all that we have and can get even at times to the point of over-accumulation. God's stewards are managers, not owners, which means that we have been entrusted by God with life and life's resources and given the privilege of responsibly and joyfully managing them for Him, according to His will, which is good and perfect. And more, you, beloved, are the object of God's love. He will only ask command or encourage you to do and to think in ways that will bless you and your neighbor and that will enhance both of your lives. And we know that because on the cross, Jesus has already graciously taken and suffered all our punishments and in exchange has given us everlasting life and the promised hope of benefiting from his love forever. Amen. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Let us pray. God, our Judge and Savior, teach us to be open to your truth and to trust in your love, that we may live each day with confidence in the salvation which is given through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.